What up, what up, what up? Before we get started, I want to just clear something up. Now, <laughs> for the Mother's Day, I have my sisters, Latoya, Tracy, and my mom on, right? Now, a lot of people always ask me, why is Toya's nickname Yaya? So, Yaya came from Corey. Actually, she actually just got this nickname eight years ago when Corey was a baby. Um, she couldn't really say Latoya or Toya, so she always just used to say Yaya, and it stuck, you know. And to this day, that's what we call her. We all call her Yaya. So now I present to you, what's up, Yaya? Whole voice. Um, title is coming from uh, Sweet King Martin. <laughs> uh man, y'all know the song, man. Made in America. It's the throne. Jay and Kanye featuring excuse me, Frank Ocean. So the line it goes, uh, hold up. It's, oh man, excuse me. The skills was lopsided. I just restored order. Hold up. Here comes grandma. What's up, ya ya? What's that smell? Oh, I'm just boiling some agua. So, you know, that's it, man. Gave y'all a little background before we jump into the conversation, man. I hope y'all enjoy. And again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Godmothers, mothers, grandmothers, aunts, great aunts. Man, your, your, your mom's best friend. Like, every woman, every woman that has is raising a child... A birthday child, it don't matter, man. Happy Mother's Day. Let's get it. And welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast. This is one of three for Mother's Day weekend. Today is Friday, and I have a special guest to set off the Mother's Day edition of the podcast. I actually have two special guests because one doesn't have socks on. Actually, both don't have socks on. <laughs> um, I have Yaya, which is my sister. I was, I was pretty dope. I was, if I had sound effects, I would put that right in there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I had an idea. I was driving down the street, driving down Milford, and I'm like, I don't have a Mother's Day episode, but I would like to do a Mother's Day episode. And in turn, it was like, I really can't do just one episode. So I decided to make Mother's Day a whole weekend, which most people do, but I do it too. Hi, Mason. You might as well say hi now. Say hi, baby. Say hey, baby. Uh, Wiggle the toes or something. (laughs) But so I figured I have my sisters on one on Friday, one on Saturday, and my mom on Sunday to really celebrate the women in my life that have pretty much raised me at pretty much every step of the way of my life. Uh, so we started with Yaya. Uh, hi. Hi. So, man, you played a very big part in me and CJ's life with a lot, especially like hip hop and and clothes and stuff like that, uh, especially sneakers. I remember when you gave me Terrell Davis sneakers, 
when I couldn't fit them anymore. Yeah, and we were at a hair salon. I went with you to get your hair braided. I feel like I had no other choice. <laughs> you probably yeah. didn't because I was probably watching you. Yeah, but I remember that they were orange. They were the Broncos color. Yep. I wonder if Nike ever uh, re uh, or retro those. A pretty dope shoe, actually. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. So, you recently became a mom. Yeah. Within the last year. What do you what do you think of it? It's way harder <laughs> than you think. Everything looks easy when you're on the outside looking in, but those days where there's no sleep and no help, like last night, Mason did not go to sleep until almost one o'clock in the morning. Oof. And I had to be up at five fifteen and she decided she wanted to wake up at a quarter to five. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, grab her out the crib. She'll go right back to sleep, which she did. So I'm like, okay, she went back to sleep. Let me go ahead and get this next little 15 minutes. No, I'm wide awake. So not only did I get no sleep, I'm in the house trying to get her situated, get her stuff situated to leave to bring her here so mommy could watch so I could go to work. So it's the things you don't see behind the scenes that makes it a lot harder but it's also rewarding at the same time like when I just got here to pick her up and she's like <sighs> mm-hmm. so that just made it all better mm-hmm. but prior to that you know I watch Tracy I watch you and now CJ you know, I see the joy that y'all get from your kids. Would you stop scratching me? And it it it's nice to see it, but like I said, you don't understand everything that goes into being a parent until you become one. Mm-hmm. Same thing with giving advice. You know, you, even Tracy to this day would ask my opinion on stuff. But before I had Mason, it was like, I can only tell you what I think. Versus now is what I know. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. it's it's the hardest job you would ever have in life. Because mm-hmm. you have to protect this little person and bring them up to be a respectful young person in this world. Especially the world we live in now. Mm-hmm. It's like you really got to be mindful of the things like this mm-hmm. <laughs> be mindful of the things that you do say and put them around because they pick up everything um well not well even like with us coming up and you having to watch us while mommy and daddy were at work is there anything that you remember that you possibly use now or has times really changed um, that much well she's still little so i'm i'm not at that point yet um when y'all were little, when they were at work, you figure I was still, well, not really young, but we always had Tracy. So, excuse me, it wasn't too much that I had to do until y'all became like school age. Mm-hmm. But comparing y'all then to Mason now, who's 10 months, nothing's really changed. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Let's use a better example with Kaylin. Because, I mean, we we the whole process of Kaylin. Yes. Kaylin will be 18 this year, graduating, oh red lion. She'll be 18 next month. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shit, yeah. 
Uh, so she'd be graduating um from Red Line High School. Um, I actually am going to do an episode of her graduation. She uh says she would be interested in doing it, but with that age of Kaylin, like being that whole process of you know with her going on church. Compared to doing CJ. No, co- using Mason. yeah, because you know you from birth from you know Tracy being pregnant and all that like you experienced Listen, the whole thing. When Tracy was pregnant, it was so funny because Tommy was working and he couldn't. Tracy had to go to the down to Mercy every Tuesday, hmm. and I was working. Well, we were both working, and I would take off work. To take Tracy to the doctor. At that time, y'all were um, at Care First or Bally's? No. Tracy was on bed rest, so she wasn't working. I was. I was at Care First. And she was... This was way after Bally's because she was at MCI. Oh, wow. She was put on bed rest because um, Kaylin's umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck. Mm -hmm. So she had to be monitored every Tuesday. So the running joke was I was Tracy's other husband mm-hmm. because I've made sure that she got to the doctor. I stayed with her whenever she needed. I was there. So me and Tommy, we used uh, we used to run. Sorry, we used to have this running joke that I was her other husband because I would tag him in when he got home from work. Mm-hmm. But um, what was I saying? <laughs> uh, other. Husband. Basically, he was talking about uh, we was talking about the, the Kaylin. Okay. Yeah. So um, so I was there throughout the whole pregnancy. Obviously, we would go to um, Doctor Lindsay was her doctor up on Washington, and I swear Doctor Lindsay was he was just not right in my book. So we um, you know, we go to the doctor's visits. I went through all the. Visits at the hospital when they had to do the um, the walkthrough of the maternity ward. Just basically preparing her for birth. Um, so I think it's more like the similarities more so than the differences mm-hmm. between Caitlin and Caitlin's time and Mason now. Um, <clears throat> so I helped her prepare for. You know, what to get the baby. What kind of car seat? What kind of stroller? What are you going to name her? Like, with Kaylin, it was a million names. I would tell Tracy every day, I would give her a list of names. Mm -hmm. To the point where Tracy was like, I hate you. Don't say anything else about a name. But with Kaylin, she wanted to, her thing was, I didn't want to, she didn't want to name her anything ethnic. Uh, and I guess that's the the thing with all of us. You don't want the name to precede the child. It's like mm-hmm. you don't want anybody to read your child's name and be like, "Oh yeah, that's that's a nigga." Mm-hmm. So you know you got to prepare them, and that's the same thing. What I was saying, you got to prepare them for life once they leave you. Yes, Girl. because you <laughs> figure you have Kayla and Amaya, Blake Simone, Corey Maria, Camden Joseph, Mason Milan, like. All of those names, you would never know their ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And that's prepping them for the world that we live in. Like, you 
like me and Tracy, for instance, my name is Latoya Sharice. Tracy is Tracy Shaniqua. Mm -hmm. If somebody read our first two names, they would think we was nippers. Mm -hmm. And that could possibly, although it shouldn't happen, that would hinder us from getting jobs Mm -hmm. or getting ahead in life. So luckily it hasn't happened to our knowledge, but you want to prepare them for the the world that we live in. But um, back to the name similarities with Mason, I had a list of names that I swear I could not decide on. Like her middle name was, it wasn't even decided on. She just came and that was the last name that she, that that her father and I agreed on. Mm-hmm. This baby had a million names. But, and I think that's something that everybody has to go through because you also, like I said, you have to think about this is the name that's going to stick with them for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. That's a hard decision. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think about that when, you know, when you see people that's pregnant or you think about having kids, but that's a hard decision to make. You know what's crazy? <clears throat> a lot of people don't realize that I didn't name Corey. And Jess was asking me about the middle name. I was like, well, just give her yours. Because she was like, she about to not have a middle name. Give I her never yours. knew that. <laughs> she had, that was in the hospital. She was like, I don't, I, I can't think of a middle name. I was like, well, give her your middle name. Because she was like, no, I'm just, she's just not going to have a name. I'm like, just give her yours. But you know was sorry Jesse, but Jesse that's not even Jesse's middle name. Jessie, it's Marie, ain't it? It's Marie. Yeah. And uh That's so, that was the switch. Oh uh, yeah. okay. Oh, that was on purpose. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. God yeah. damn it, how the fuck did I not know? Because you that? was out of it. I was sick. Was no. I sick by then or was I asleep? No. You was just gone. The fact that you had a kid. Oh, we yeah. was trying to talk to you like <laughs> Dude, let me just say congratulations. Oh, I, mean, I don't remember none you of was that. Gone. Damn. I mean, that it was funny. Like, and it was one of them things. It's like, is is he gonna cry? Like, I couldn't cry. I was. I wanted just to. Just staring. At I just him. was. Yeah, man. I swear, baby Corey looked like the naked mole right when she came. Yeah, out. I said she looked like Martin Luther King and Fat Joe. My bad. How that don't even match? Yes, it does. Cause she was light skinned. And then she uh, she looked like Martin Luther King in her face. What? The? Oh, okay. I don't I don't even understand what? that. But that, all right. that makes sense. She, no. she did. You can take my blood. Huh? You walking with her? No. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to keep quiet. Oh, uh, but yeah. So um, so like like even when like uh, did you have when you actually were in the hospital? Did you have to like walk around the hospital at one point? No, because my labor was induced because. Mason was exactly a month early. She came at 36 weeks. Um, I had a doctor's appointment that day. That was Thursday, Thursday. My doctor's appointment was at 2 o'clock. And when I was in there, the doctor was like, well, you know, I had already been in and out of the hospital throughout the pregnancy. Well, later on in the pregnancy, them keeping me for a day or two here and there. So, she was like, you know, I'm going to need you to go ahead to the hospital. So, I laughed mm-hmm. because she threatened to, to send me to the hospital before because my pressure was high. And I laughed because I had already had the high blood pressure. So, the number was like 142 or 147 over 90 or something. It was, it was high. 
So I'm thinking, okay, it's already been high, so what's the problem? So when she looked at me, she was like, no, I'm not, I'm not playing. <laughs> I was like, okay, so because I know the history of them keeping me and me being pregnant and not eating and all this other stuff, I was like, okay, she said, well, just go ahead. I'm going to call them and let them know that you're on your way. I left the, the doctor's appointment, went and got some food, went home, took a shower, waited for Devin to come get me because he had to go to work. I got to the hospital at 7 o'clock at night. Mm. And, and this is the same day that you would be? Hmm. The same day. Like, the doctor called me and was like, are you on your way? Mm-hmm. So I get there, and of course, I already know that they're going to induce me. Um, so they're pumping me full of fluids so I'm not dehydrated. And I didn't have to do anything because they brought the label on. But they were trying to make sure I didn't have preeclampsia, mm -hmm. which could have been detrimental to mine and her health. Mm -hmm. So that's why they induced me. So I didn't have to do anything to prep for it. Okay. Um, Tracy did, though, with Kaylin. I think I remember that. Yeah, they had her walking around because Dr. Lindsay wasn't around. He was at another hospital birthing someone else. I'm sorry, I just, in the midst of you talking, I found the, the title for the for the episode. Um, so, like, um, as people will hear on mommy's episode she talked what what did you used to say to mommy when y'all were walking down the street and you would see her it was on on the first oh like when we would go to the store and we would run up ahead of her yeah we would get to the corner and when she get there we like what took you so long yeah okay <laughs> all right she uh i, I remember asking i just didn't i couldn't remember what it was but Yes. Growing up, did you expect to have kids? Like, did you think you would have kids? Honestly, like, a lot I, of people I do, did. a lot of people don't. Okay. I did. I expected, I honestly expected to have kids earlier, or rather, I wanted to have kids earlier on because my theory was I never wanted to be an old parent. Mm -hmm. And it was not so much as <laughs> back then, it wasn't so much as really the age, it was more. I was thinking, like, okay, when I'm older, I'm not going to have the energy. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have the patience to deal with a toddler. And here I am, 38, with an almost one-year-old. Mm -hmm. So my intentions for my life was have kids early, get it out the way, and live my life like, let's say, Danielle. Mm -hmm. Danielle's same age as me, and Phoenix is 18. Mm -hmm. So, or will be 18 in August. So, it's like, I'm thinking, okay, if I do this early, get everything situated, get it out the way, by the time I hit 40, I'll have my own life back. Mm -hmm. But here I am with a baby. What you you are sucking the mess out of She's that. Is that your thumb or is that your... That's her finger. An index finger? Boy. So, um, I have this theory that hip-hop keeps us young. Do you agree with that? Like in a like like think about this like this is my thing. Uh, shout out to Vic. I talk to Vic all the time. Me and Vic talk about hip hop. Vic is like I assume I think Vic is in his early forties, late thirties. I think his late thirties, not his forties yet. But um, 
I always think about like the hip hop that you grew up on is still like like all right. For instance, Wu Tang. You love the Wu Tang. You love Busta Rhymes. Like these people are still around. So in turn, hip hop still keeps us young in the sense of we still know how to dress and look pretty reasonable. There's nothing crazy. I mean, granted, like at this age, you dress business like like you are now, but you still love sneakers and stuff like that. Do you agree with that? I do to a certain extent. Um, hip hop back then is completely different than what they call hip hop and rap now. Mm-hmm. So hip hop back then was mainly, you know, you got to know who you are as an artist and as a person and work within your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, everything is based on trends. Mm-hmm. So, it's fly by night. So, with Busta, yeah, he got fat, changed his style, cut his dreads. But, when he slimmed back down, he went back to regular. So, mm-hmm. it was like that fad mm-hmm. portion of him didn't work out. So, he went back to normal. He went back to what worked. Same thing with LL Cool J. Well, he never switched up. But, it was like, okay, so... He dropped rapping and went to acting. Mm-hmm. So it's like you gotta you gotta grow within yourself, but still know who you are as a person. Uh-huh. And when you do that, yes, baby. Uh, uh-uh. when you do that, you're not trying to be someone who you're not. Mm-hmm. So if you're young at heart to begin with, you don't really have to worry about that. Yeah. You have something to say. Because your floor is short. Uh-huh. Yes. What else? So, I think, um, honestly, I think listening to the stuff now ages you. Yeah. Like, I, I call myself, you know, trying to keep up with a lot of it. But I don't listen to it. I, I still listen to hip-hop and, you know, the stuff I listen to is stuff I pull up from 95 or... 97 mm-hmm. like the old stuff and it resonates today still mm-hmm. like i can pull out any Nas cd or any tribe cd mm-hmm. and half the kids nowadays don't know but then we have like ucj jamal jazz who will know it mm-hmm. so it transcends the different stages of life yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, I can't get with the stuff now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, at least you know, like, you know, we still, like I said, we still deep in the fashion and stuff. So we care about sneakers. We care about the way we dress. So, like, when it comes time to, like, you know, really dressing her, oh, yeah. it's no, it's no issue. She got her shoes and stuff in yeah. the closet. So, you know, but, um. But then she has y'all too, so. Yeah. Everything, everything works out. So, um. Hmm. The different stages. Uh, do you feel like with us, we grow closer to mommy and daddy even more when we are in a position of about to have a child? Um, I think that's the same with any child and parent, or mm-hmm. it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, you grow clo- closer when you have milestones mm-hmm. or when you have tribulations because you need their guidance. Because they're, they've been through things that you're about to embark on. So, it's kind of hard to see yourself through situations that you've never been through. Mm-hmm. 
So I know with me, um, when, you know, when it's time to change jobs or, you know, time to make big purchases like buying a car or furniture and stuff, I go to daddy. Mm -hmm. When it comes to dealing with Mason or anything, yes, we know your name, or anything pertaining to um, her health or if something goes wrong or if I'm confused about something or if something scares me, anything pertaining to Mason, I go to mommy. Mm-hmm. So you have your parents there for a reason. They're there to guide you, even as adults. Like, like I said, I'm 38 and I still, you know, go to them for advice, but you also have to remember with any grown adult who still have their parents alive, it's just advice. You still have to make a conscious decision for yourself. Whatever is best for your life, they can only guide you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Trust me, if without them, I wouldn't even know what to do with hazard decisions. I guess that's like when it's, it comes a time like when we do make decisions on our own and, you know, they actually sit down and like, for instance, like, when I got my car, mm-hmm. when I did my car, like, I didn't do, I didn't have anybody's help. I just worked the deal. And just daddy being happy that I did it and was able to do it mm-hmm. on my own or whatever. Because I even, even, you know, he didn't initially think I would be able to work the numbers the way I did. Because right. initially, daddy was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, so we know how he is when it comes to cars. It's like... You present this idea and he just like, he's going to be straightforward. He's like, I don't think that's going to work. Mm-hmm. And that's only because typically some of the stuff really doesn't work. So, you know, when I worked the deal for my car, I, I, he was proud of me. Just like any other thing he'd be proud of any of us for. Mm-hmm. So, um, man. So this would be your first Mother's Day with Coco. Mason. Okay. Coco here. Like, yes. not in the womb. <laughs> in the womb. So what are you doing for your mom? What you going to do for me? Huh? Hello? What you going to do? What you going to do for me? What you going to do for me? You don't know? Hmm, you thinking? Mama. Uh-huh. Really? That's and all what I what else? <laughs> Yeah, so you know, I'm not gonna hold you. I know you gotta, you guys gotta get home, but yeah, I appreciate this. Um, any any advice you want to give to any upcoming parents this year? You being you surviving your first year of being a parent. Uh, is there anything you want to? Well, honestly, you never ever ever know what to do until they get here. Mm-hmm. It's almost like trial and error, which is sad to say, but it's true. Like, I always feel like, I don't know if, well, you were too young, but I always feel like Kaylin was like, everybody's guinea pig. Yeah. So, it, I was old enough a little bit. It helped me with Corey, though. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Later. Like, it's sad to say, but you look back and, and on everything, it's like, okay, well, she turned out to be a phenomenal yes. person. Yes. So... With that being Tracy's first child, essentially all of our firsts, she turned out to be a hell of a child, a young adult. So, you know, it, it 
it goes to show that that saying it does take a village to raise children mm-hmm. because you know we were all there to help Tracy out whatever she needed and I to this day called Kaylin my first baby but you if you don't have that it is still trial and error Mm-hmm. There's no handbook to raising kids. There's no one that can get you through these things except yourself. Like, I mean, it's good to have a support system, but ultimately when it comes down to it, you have to make these decisions for this young life. And same thing like with when I had the miscarriage. It's like, you know, while I'm hurt behind it, I still have this baby to care for so I couldn't check out and it's just like looking at her makes me more appreciative for you know the way things turned out not happy but you know I understand why you know God has the time and the place for everything and I just think it's like now I have more time to focus on her and Give her the things that I probably wouldn't be able to give and do for her with two other kids. Mm-hmm. So, it just, I think it prepares you, it grows you up way faster than you expect. And even at 38, becoming a mom grew me up a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just certain things you realize you cannot put up with. Certain things that <clears throat> are no longer important because... You have the baby. Like, you know me and my shoes. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> I don't buy for me anymore. I buy for her. I go to the store, say, hey, I, you know, I'm, let me go to Walmart. I need XYZ and come out with all stuff for her. Yeah. So. It's, it's a different kind of joy. Yeah. And, and and I'm happy to do it. Like, I can be down to my last $10. Mm-hmm. But I bet you I'll go to the store and get Mason something. <laughs> so. You know, it's just becoming a parent, You, your priorities change, or at least they should. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny? Um, I put the picture up of Caitlin, her prom picture, mm-hmm. and Kim, the one that I went to junior prom with, was like, oh my God, she's, she's going to prom? And then I thought about it. When I was going to junior prom, Caitlin was Corey's age. I did the same thing. Um, when Caitlin was... Mason's age or a little younger. I used to watch, of course, I watched Kaylin and Phoenix for the first six months of their lives. Mm-hmm. Before I got Phoenix, it was just me and Kaylin. And of course, I was dating Darielle. I would take her in the car seat and we would go hang out with him. Mm-hmm. So when I posted the picture, I was like, oh, this is our first child. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh my gosh, she's so old now. Yeah. So you do think about it. It's like, okay. I've literally watched you grow up. Mm-hmm. And these are the people that, that were around when you were a baby. Yeah. That are now seeing you go off to prom and yeah, graduating. Man. But, uh, you know, shout, shout out to Kim. Kim has a, a hat line, uh, Steez. Uh, you can follow at uh, Kimberly Vaughn. I want to say, girl, I know you got a, you got a, okay, the Steez online. Follow her. Uh, Her hat line is a pretty dope hat line. Um, But, you know, and Kaylin, man, I'm so thankful for the relationship I have with Kaylin because 
I wouldn't even know who Chance the Rapper is if it wasn't for Kaylin. And Kaylin has put me on so much, and she has taught us all, like, you know, that's really all of our first child. So we learned so much from this this young woman. And just to see how she turned out is just, I'm, I'm so happy and excited for her future and stuff. So. But we all knew she was going to be something else when yeah. she came in the house at two years old singing Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. So, <laughs> and mint condition. Yeah, she used to everything. Yeah. So, you know, we already knew that she was going to be who she is now. I just wish that back then we had, you know, yeah. cameras, video cameras, recorders. Yeah, I wish we that. were more into that. Oh, my gosh. Man, that we would have so much stuff on We her. still got that picture <laughs> of her with the long hair and the boots. Yeah. That's, our, that's one of my when favorite she, pictures. When she was doing meditation from Lion King. Yeah. Matter of fact, that picture was her. She was five years old. That was her first um, hairdresser appointment. Oh, man. That's why she was so excited. All that damn hair. Yeah, yes. man. But, you know... That's really it, man. I want to say uh, happy Mother's Day to you, Thank and you. I appreciate you so much. I've lost, I've learned so much from you know you raising me, and I'm, essentially the basis of this podcast outside of wrestling really come from you. And I, I just, I really, I really thank you so much for oh, giving me. Don't don't be gay. Age. Don't be gay. Listen, um, but, <laughs> but you know, I really I wouldn't have the love and interest for hip hop or sneakers without you, CJ, and even Calvin. But you know, I I really do appreciate it. And this is one of three because I I have to give give the women that I appreciate so much in my life the platform to talk about how they're how they feel about, you know, being a mom for the first time and just even a mother now. So, um, today is Yaya's day. Tomorrow we have, uh, all the blood and crips. Don't get mad at me, but, uh, Trey's episode is called Treyway. Not gang affiliated though. <laughs> I felt like it was necessary because her nickname what is, is Trey. Uh, what's up, Yaya? Oh, the, the Jay-Z, uh, you know... Hey, come, Grandma. What's up, Yaya? So, you know, in closing, man, for real this time, <laughs> Baltimore County Forever, Baltimore County Forever Day, August 25th, Woodlawn Memorial Park from 3 to 7, Kickball Live Podcast, food. Please bring school supplies for the kids. I feel like I should be able to get back within the first year to celebrate my first year of doing podcasting. Um, season four is going to be, boy, listen, season four is going to be crazy. And if everything goes well, you know, God willing, God got a plan for this one. But that first episode, I got something real special for y'all. Baltimore County forever.